Welcome to another edition of Down the HR Rabbit Hole, brought to you by Crescent HR and Crescent Payroll Solutions. My name is Sanders Offner. I'm one of the owners of, of Crescent Payroll. Uh, we are very excited about today's podcast. We've got quite a few guests on, but I think as we um, get through this podcast, you'll understand why. So um, obviously, remember the, the points of these of this podcast or, or many of the ones that we do is to really provide um, a resource to our listeners, whether they're a client um, or a business leader or an HR director and is consistently looking for ways to better themselves or their business. But first, I do want to have some introductions of our guests today. So I'm going to start here to my left. We have Philip Carrillo, our resident HR advisor. Welcome, Philip. Hello, everybody. Thank you. And we have to my right, Miss Rochelle Chatonier, one of our senior sales reps here at Crescent. Hey, glad to be here. And um, on the phone with us, we have Miss Sarah Waldvogel, um, a benefits broker with USI. Welcome, Sarah. Hello. And then we have our featured guest, the one and only Mr. Glenn Bodie, owner of Mike and Jerry's. Uh, those of you who are not familiar with Mike and Jerry's, um, seven location. Um, they supply commercial paint for the auto industry, and they've um, they got a very um, growing and fantastic business, and he's got some great people working with him. Glenn is a client of ours, and we're very lucky to have him as a client. So let's first talk about the topic of the day, which is, you know, what's it like to pull away from a PEO? Um, and the reason why we have Glenn as one of our, as, as our guests is because Glenn has uh, used a PEO in the past and then has come off of one. So what we want to talk about today, and I guess, Glenn, this will be my first question to you, is, you know, when when you decided to go with a PEO, um, what were some of the reasons that attracted you to be able to do that? I think the uh, main reason was growing, not having an HR department. And then also it was the time when health insurance, Obamacare, things like that started changing and trying to grow a business and not having all the understanding of the insurance business was the main reason. Okay. So, you know, obviously during that time there were, there were a lot of changes. So the, you know, when you engaged with, and it was with um, ADP, ADP's uh, PEO division called Total Source, you know, did, were you under the impression that they were going to come and completely eliminate a lot of the, the issues or the concerns that you had? Um, they did at first. Um, they handled a lot of issues with health insurance. Uh, we had a broker at the time that really wasn't on top of things and growing and then starting to move into another state. We had to get away from our current insurance carrier because since we were multi-state, it had to change. But they did. They came in and... Um, assessed our insurance needs but then they also helped us at the beginning as far as safety protocol in different locations and just making sure every you know thing that we needed to do we were doing right so uh, how long were you how long were you a part of their PEO uh, seven years seven years so so for quite a long time you obviously reaped a lot of the reward of the benefit of having someone else manage a lot of those uh, different components of your business to allow you to go and grow it Yes, that's correct. Okay. Um, so if we look at, if you fast forward seven years, um, can you kind of walk us through what, what was a trigger point for you where you said, you know what, I may need to look at potentially doing something different. You know, what, what was that moment in time where you said, hey, look, I, I don't, 
I don't know if a PEO is the right fit for me anymore. Well, I, you know, I never really looked at shopping a PEO around and I had just a local, I guess it would be a competitor of yours kept calling me and she was persistent and telling me how much money she saved clients from moving from a PEO to a local payroll provider. And so one day she just happened to catch me in the right mood and I started sharing numbers and figures and she came back with some things that were interesting. Well, then I took it upon myself to go off and just start searching on the internet, different PEOs. And I started getting different quotes and they all were right in line, but um, I just figured that the time was, if I was going to make a move, it was going to be local. Which we appreciate. Well, and, and you know, we, you know, I mean, you were my ADP rep a long time ago, and I always told you if I made a change, I was coming back to you. So. Yeah, I appreciate that. So, you, you get these quotes. Um, you know, you realize that hey, there might be some some massive cost savings here. So, once you kind of recognize that, you know, obviously logistically, now you've got to be, you've got to figure out a way to be able to pull apart all these different pieces that a that a PEO would do for you. You know, obviously, one of which is is the health insurance side of things. Um, you know, that's just one of them. Um, and then you have HR, workers' comp. Obviously, you've got the HCM component and payroll as well. So let's kind of talk about, um, and, and maybe this is where we can bring uh, Rochelle and Sarah into this conversation. Is what typically is 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 Glenn going to have to do once he's ready to do it? You know, what's the, what's the logistics that he has to go through in order to kind of effectively pull away from a PEO? Well, I mean, I think Sarah and I worked really closely on this together. And because in the PEO, what we found is that there is a lot of hidden costs, right? So as we started kind of dissecting and pulling apart and figuring out, okay, well, let's look at health care. So we get with Sarah and her team, and she helps to shop out that health care and then tags in her PNC side and as well as her uh, 401k side. And then w from there, we can start to look at, okay, well, what else were you getting? What can we match? What, we can, what can we make better and create efficiencies through, these, through the technology that we offer and some of the other things that we offer? So that's really kind of where you have to start. But I think, in, in, and Sarah, you can kind of speak on the benefit side. I think that's really where when you're starting to look at a PEO and how to unravel it, you have to start with the health and you have to start with the workers comp. So Sarah, question for you. Um, and, th and those of you who are listening, Sarah's also got intimate experience with, with ADP Total Source because she, you know, she was a part of that organization for a while. Well, walk us through what you had to do um, once you started to engage with Glenn to kind of, you know, whether it was quote a, a, a different, you know, a different set of insurance for him or uh, understand what he's currently getting and, and how do you make it better? Like what, what did you have to do on that front? Yeah, so I think at a very high level, you know, a lot of people look at PEO and their interest is peaked because they, you know, you know, we can save money on benefits. So that's a lot of the reason why the people start looking into that option. I think as Glenn, as Glenn mentioned, he looked at it because there was a lot of unknown happening from a compliance perspective. And in a PEO, they take on some of that liability and help with a lot of the resources that you know especially a small business might need that doesn't have a full hr department so what i find is that you know is it truly about saving money or is it about outsourcing a lot of that hr piece glenn at that time didn't really have a need anymore he wasn't utilizing a lot of the hr side of it um, so it didn't really make a lot of sense anymore 
Um, and I truly feel that when people are looking at a PEO, you know, or are on a PEO, they do need to evaluate, you know, at least every other year at a minimum, just to see if it still makes sense. So just one example um, with Glenn's situation, I don't think he realized he was paying um, for EPLI through the administrative costs, which is employment practices, liability insurance through um, the total source platform. And he was paying for it separately on a separate policy. So that was wrapped in with, um, I believe, what was it? Your GL policy, Glenn? Yes, that's correct. So it's just one reason to evaluate because it is a lot of moving parts. It's a lot of detail that goes into it. And I absolutely believe that anybody in a PEO should do a side-by-side comparison. Some PEOs, depending on who you're with, may not break everything out so you can see it, um, you know, line item by line item. So department by department, whether it's payroll, workers' comp, you know, benefits, not everything is crystal clear, as Rochelle mentioned a little while ago. So I think it's important to partner with somebody that can help navigate you through that process so you can truly understand apples to apples what what you're, you know, what you're getting for your money. Great point. So, you know, that's obviously one of the probably the most comforting things for you is knowing that, hey, I've, I've got Sarah researching the, the health insurance options. Crescent's going to help me put together the, the HCM component. Um, we've got Crescent HR for those HR needs that may be important to you. So I think also um, obviously leveraging a, a local element there and people who you know probably was very comforting to you to know that regardless of their research, they're going to shoot me straight. Yes, that's correct. And, and look, don't get me wrong. When I first went to the PO, it, it was great. I mean, I was busy growing my business. I didn't have time to figure out everything that we needed to do. But as time went on and I started doing some research and, and really digging into the fees, I belong to a different, uh, like a couple buying groups and us sharing numbers. I could never share all my numbers because it was just all bunched into one payroll, insurance, workers comp, everything was all bundled. And so that's when I started really diving in and had to beg for a breakdown. And that was probably the biggest mistake is when they sent me the ability to break down the fees and what I was paying each week. And, and it was just, yes, it was mind boggling. Yeah. So what, what was the total number in savings? Do you recall what that was? Roughly it'll be around $85,000 in a year. Yeah. I was lowballing that. I thought it was around 65 somewhere in there. Yeah. No, it's, it's once I started pulling out the fees and, and, and just the way we do our payroll and any of your bonuses and just certain, you know, the fees based on the, the dollar amount of that check. And it really caught my eye one day when, you know, end of the year, and I did myself, and you know, a nice little bonus for working hard. And I was like, wow, it cost me this much to write the check? It was crazy. Yeah. Well, ju- just to be, you know, to your point, obviously so for, for the right type of business, a PEO could be a great match. Um, obviously it wasn't your case for, for a long period of time. To Sarah's point, having the ability to have resources to be able to at least evaluate that every couple years is is also vital as well. So look, if you're if you're listening to this and and you're with a PEO, you're, or you're considering going with a PEO, there might be some great value as to why. But you also also be with a PEO and are completely um, unaware of what your true costs are to be a part of that. And I think we were probably able to help expose some of that. In, in some of the things that we 
you know, pulled apart or presented to you to, to help do that. Um, but, you know, the purpose of this, you know, podcast is we really want to get a side of, of, of really both. Um, and I think that's why we enjoyed kind of bringing you England because you used ADP's total source for, for a long period of time. And obviously you said it, it was a huge benefit to you. But coming off of that has also been a big benefit to you as well, obviously financially. So let me touch on the HR side of things real quick because, you know, Sarah made a point that, you know, as you were growing your business, you really, you really didn't have um, much of a need anymore for some of the HR components of a, of a PEO. If, could you walk me through what was that HR piece that, um, that you were getting with the PEO? Was it a, hey, we're here if you need you or if you need us, or was it a very much a proactive approach where they were reaching out consistently to make sure that you were <clears throat> staying in compliance or meeting all of your HR goals? At the beginning, uh, they had a local person. So she would come in and she would hold meetings and discuss certain things and certain topics and just a lot of educational stuff. But as time went on, the local person went away and it was the 800 number that you had to call. And, you know, sometimes they'd call you back the next day. Sometimes you'd have to wait a week for an answer. And, you know, when you've got an HR situation that you might need an answer, you don't have a week sometimes to wait. So as time went on, I think just, you know, you really have to just stay on top of a PEO and make sure you know everything that you should be getting and when to ask and how long you should wait. And that's what got me. Just, it just sometimes it just took too long. Right. So, Philip, I'm going to bring you in on this, too. So when when you initially met with Glenn and, and did an assessment of, of, of kind of where he was in, in, from his business perspective as on the HR front, what did, did you feel like Glenn was in a good place from, from where the PEO got him? Or were there things that maybe he wasn't aware of or that you, that you pointed out that, that really are, are benefiting him today? Well, I mean, certainly there were – in the beginning, there were moments where we would chat and he would bring up issues that he was experiencing with employees and um, <clears throat> and administrative pieces that typically if you're on a PEO that's doing the, the co-employer or, or managing that co-employer relationship, then um, you don't have to think about some certain things like ostensibly you don't have to think about things like record keeping and um, <clears throat> however, that is um, that is part and parcel for being an employer and regardless of your relationship with the PEO, uh, you still have responsibilities under the law. So um, y when you come off of a PEO, there are certain things like registering in other states because the PEO is registered for you in other states. If you haven't registered a, to do business in those states or to employ people uh, for SUI and various other kinds of taxes, um, <clears throat> you will be surprised when you come off of a PEO at the amount of administrative work that, that um, precipitates from uh, uncoupling yourself. Um, so I would say that uh, Glenn is a very conscientious employer. Um, many times that we've spoken, it's it's always very employee-centric. Um, I think he had a lot of very strong practices long before he met us, and I've just been really enjoying helping and making sure that um, when we can, we're proactive on certain things. We've worked on everything from calamity uh, policies <laughs> to uh, and business continuity policies to um, complex employee uh, relations issues. So it's been very fun it's a productive relationship right so you know if, if you're if you're talking to a business that's considering using a PEO you know what what's your advice to them to make sure that what they're getting 
is a value on the HR front. Yeah, well, um, just like everything within life, I mean, if you are, uh, when you're contracting with any kind of service, you have to make sure you understand what your rights are, what your terms and conditions are, what you can avail yourself of in terms of those services or benefits. And so doggedly go after um, the benefits that you're paying for. Make sure that you're always aware of those things. Re- you know, when you're renewing contracts, look at the contracts, the updated terms and conditions, um, and hold the people that have uh, contracted with you accountable. <laughs> so uh, when it comes to the HR piece and, and signing up with a, a PEO, I too have been on PEOs in the past with different companies, and uh, you have to be your own advocate. Um, because they're big and they're busy and they're gonna they're gonna be focused on the people who are making the noise so uh, proactive good Glenn I guess um, overall you know experience with you know ourselves Sarah's group you know Philip you know give us a grade here how'd we do I think y'all did very good. I mean, I'd give you an A plus, 100. I mean, really, it was everybody that was involved really made it easier. Yeah, no, I, I, I would agree. I think it was, I think that may have been one of the, I think Glenn's company was maybe one of the first ones that we kind of peeled away from. And maybe we did another one in the past, but having to be able to get Sarah involved and, and other groups, um, and I think she did, she and her group did a fantastic job because that's probably, that was probably the most work that had to be done was is what sarah did with the i think the workers comp the 401k the benefits and sarah correct me if i'm wrong but that's to me i think overall that's probably where the bulk of the work was well um yeah i mean i'd say that's three different components that we definitely had to work through and make sure that you know, we were touching on things like COBRA and who was going to handle all the little pieces that maybe some employers wouldn't think about um, that a PEO would typically handle. So, you know, I, I would say just to add some color, you know, to where a lot of the savings came from, a lot of PEOs, it, it's all in a fully insured arrangement where the carrier assumes the responsibility, but they're also making, you know, the, putting the premiums at a cost that is going to make them money. So what we looked at was just some alternative funding strategies that um, made a lot of sense for Glenn. So we, we just got a little more creative and, um, and, it, and it's working. So just wanted to put that out there as well, that there's, there's more options depending on how your group is performing. Okay. Rochelle, last question for you. If, if I'm a business and I'm listening to this and I'm with a PEO, and I've just heard from Mr. Glenn Bodie that there's a potential nice savings there to investigate it. What's step one? I say either reach out to either a broker that you know or reach out to myself and we'll put you together because we really got to start, you know, pull your bill, ask questions about your bill, and then we can kind of do the research. The payroll piece is honestly the easiest piece of it. When you're looking at the benefits, it's, you know, the timing of it, pulling the 401k, moving that money, it's all timing. So you really have to be conscientious. Um, if you're going to start, it's going to take a couple months. So I'd say start it, look at uh, maybe probably the middle of the year for a January, just because you have some tax savings in there from, you know, moving off of a 
for um, unemployment purposes, but just pull your bill, ask questions. Like, you know, Philip said, and Sarah said, you know, I, you gotta ask questions to figure out where you are, and then reach out to the appropriate people who can do that research for you. So that's the one of the one of the key questions was is is what questions to ask. I think a couple times that we've um, that ADP may have sent you something was really not what you asked for in terms of truly, you know, breaking out where your fees were. Um, I think until Sarah got involved, it's, I think she guided you on ask for this. So I think it's also look in this world in this town, knowing being able to pick up the phone and call a reliable resource. To be, able to, to be able to help you with that is also very important because if you're doing this on, on your own or alone, it could as busy as you are, you may not want to have had to invest the time to do that, and that, you know even if it was you know an eighty eighty five thousand dollars savings. No, I agree. You need to to investigate everything, and then also another key point is make sure you don't have an agreement. I signed an agreement that I didn't know I had, so I had to wait for it to get close to being done, but Yes, the fees was the biggest part, and I don't think the more I get into it, the more it aggravated me that I shouldn't have to beg to find out what I'm paying. Good point. Good point. Well, um, you know, I think this we're going to wrap up the uh, the podcast here in a minute, but I, I, I do want to give Glenn the opportunity to talk about his business a little bit. So, Glenn, could you tell us where can where can a, a customer find you? Um, you know what's the what's the latest and greatest thing going on in your world? Uh, we've a uh, family-owned business that's uh, going on 52 years in business. Uh, we have uh, third generation now involved. My two sons. We're in uh, seven locations across three states: uh, Alabama, Mississippi, and Louisiana. And we just as long as people are on their phones and driving and texting and talking, there'll be accidents <laughs> and we stay in business. That's a good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> I'm a pullover right now. Yeah. Lesson <laughs> <laughs> warning to the wise. Just kidding. Yeah. Well, look, uh, Sarah, thank you for joining us. Rochelle, Philip, and obviously Glenn, uh, we we appreciate your time. I think this was impactful. Look, if you're listening to this and uh, you want to move to a PEO, uh, give us a call. We can point you in the right direction on what to do to do that. If you want to pull away from a PEO, obviously we've got experience doing that as well. So that's going to wrap us up for another edition of Down the HR Rabbit Hole. Thank you for everyone who is listening, and we will see you on the next episode.